the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour 2, Backbone Radio, November 13th, 2022. Our submissions here from Blue, 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 Colorado, where Republicans just went down the tubes in mass on Tuesday. But honored to see full lines every moment of this program, and we're going to just be talking to every single person because we want to know how people are doing. Want to know the brilliant 710 KNUS callers, what their take on it is. Is there a path forward? What happened? How are you doing? Let's hold hands. Let's do this in a loving way. But yet, you know, there's going to be disagreements. It's just wild and woolly. That's just the nature of the game. Hard to have a whole lot of optimism in Colorado right now. Boy, that is a fact. And to what extent is the mail-in ballot a factor in it? A question, a basic, fundamental, simple question that must be addressed straightforwardly and honestly if you are a Republican-inclined voter. By the way, last caller was saying, oh, there's crazies in the Republican Party and crazies. They, they, they get that opposite. The crazy people are the Democrats in power, the extremist Democrats in power, who are doing everything they can to kill our economy. Rampant inflation, bare stock market, and a housing market that is going down the tubes. The crazies in power, the Democrats, want the wide open borders, which the American people do not want. The crazies, Democrats in power, want energy shortages. They don't want our own energy independence. The Democrats, extremists in power, want men in women's sports, setting records, winning medals. The crazies in power want the FBI, the CIA, the military-industrial complex running this country, and they've brought us to the edge, the precipice of World War III over Ukraine. The crazies are the extremists in power, and I think think that makes an awful lot of sense, and I do think Republicans made the intellectual case in this election cycle, you know, in general, I think McConnell, McCarthy kind of dropped the ball, but yet the intellectual case was there because the country's going in the wrong direction. Um, But is there a difference between votes and ballots? And I just want to get this in before we get back to talking to everybody. So if you could indulge this, a brilliant essay was written, and it's very short, it's very brief, by Sundance over at the Conservative Treehouse. And this has had major traction all across the political spectrum. And this is the guy who started it, okay? And I just wanted to get this in there. So could people sit back, step back, and think about this concept here, the difference between ballots and votes? And I'll just read a few clips of it here. A brutally honest review of the 2022 midterm election by Sundance at the Conservative Treehouse. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. Make sure you go to that website, theconservativetreehouse.com. Brilliant, high IQ, 
incredibly insightful individual. Quote, As the political discussion centers on the 2022 wins and losses from the midterm election, one thing that stands out in similarity to the 2020 general election is the difference between ballots and votes. Insofar as electioneering is concerned, where votes were the focus, the Biden administration suffered losses. However, where ballots were the focus, the Biden administration won. Since the advent of ballot-centric focus through mail-in and collection drop-off processes, votes have become increasingly less valuable amid the organizers who wish to control election outcomes. As a direct and specific result, ballot distribution, assembly, collection, and return has become the key to Democrat Party success. The effort to attain votes for candidates is less important than the strategy of collecting ballots. And we are reading from Sundance's little essay about the difference between ballots and votes. I hope everybody's thinking this one through, internalizing this. That the strategy of collecting ballots is more important than the effort to attain votes in the modern electoral era. Everything's different. Keep on with this. Quote, It should be emphasized These are two distinctly different election systems, ballots versus votes. The system of ballot distribution and collection is far more susceptible to control than the traditional, now arcane, system of votes physically cast at precincts. A vote cannot be cast by a person who is no longer alive or no longer lives in the area. However, a ballot can be printed, distributed, completed, and returned regardless of the status of the initially attributed and or registered individual. Votes and ballots are two distinctly different things. Votes require people, difficult to manage and costly for electioneering. Ballots require systems easier to manage, and more cost-effective. While ballots and votes originate in two totally different processes, the end result of both ballots and votes weighing on the presented election outcome is identical. The controversial 2020 election showed the result of making ballots the strategy for electoral success. Under the justification of COVID-19 mitigation, mail-in ballots took center stage in 2020. Ballot harvesting was one term for collection process, but don't get hung up on that, says Sundance. Now that ballot collection has been shown to be a much more effective way to maintain political power Democrats, in a general sense, are less focused on winning votes and more focused on gathering ballots. 
When ballot organization becomes more important than vote winning, you modify electioneering approaches accordingly. It might sound simplistic, but inside the distinct difference between ballots and votes, you will find why refusing debates is a successful strategy. If you are trying to win votes, you could never fathom campaign success by refusing to debate an opponent. However, if your focus is centered around ballot collection, the debate is essentially irrelevant. You can vote at any scale you want, but when ballots are more important than votes, the election will always favor the former. If Democrats had to win individual votes to gain election success, they would be at a disadvantage. It would be unfair. However, as long as Dems only need to gather ballots, they have a path to winning elections. The process of electioneering is modified accordingly. Campaigning, advertising, promoting, debating, handshaking, crowd attendance, and venues for rallies, along with physically meeting people and convincing them of your worth, are only important if you are trying to win votes. Fortunately for Democrats, modern electioneering does not require these arcane voting efforts. So in the larger picture of what you see in the election outcomes, they have stopped wasting time and doing those things. Who cares about votes? Modern elections are the result of ballots. It's time for those in the voting group to start seeing the difference between elections decided by votes and elections decided by the ballot group. They are two entirely different election processes. It really is that simple. End quote. That is the Sundance brutal assessment of the 2022 midterm election and the key distinction between ballots, ballot systems, and votes, persuading people for votes. And I would submit to you Republicans won the persuasion on the vote thing, but the mechanics of getting those ballots in, ballots in, ballot mechanics, ballot processes, that's where the Democrats reign supreme. Think about this one, folks. An honest establishment needs to look at this. Be right back. Californication, the complete Californication of Colorado seems to have transpired last Tuesday as we go deep blue, deep blue. And one of the ways forward I am pointing out is to explore the distinction between votes and ballots persuading people to vote for you, making the intellectual, political, emotional case to vote for you versus the ballot, the mechanics of getting a ballot printed and handed in. The organization of ballot mechanics to get them printed and turned in. Why are Democrats not debating anymore? Why are Democrats campaigning from basements these days? Hmm? Why do Democrats hardly get out and shake hands anymore? We must master this distinction because Democrats have got the edge on Republicans on this front. There's a lot behind this, and I'm just pointing that out there to get people thinking about it. As, as the smart people are across this country, thanks for the honor of Everyone hanging on during a break, the full phone lines. When somebody drops off, we'd love it if you would check in and share your wisdom. Agree, disagree, emotion, no emotion, whatever. Let's have it. Brian in Arvada next up. And thanks, Brian, for being here. 
Hey, Matt, I got two words for you this evening. Election integrity. Mm-hmm. So if we don't believe there's election integrity, you might believe there is. But without that, we can't go to step two. We can't even process nothing. We can't say, okay, well, I guess the Republicans lost because of Trump. And well, hold on a second. Cameras are going out. People are going in back doors. We all know they're cheating. No, think about it. If somebody wants to have no ID to vote, okay, there's like that one guy in the world. He's hanging out somewhere. He's lost his ID, but he's really concerned about voting. That's who the Democrats care about. We all got to quit being stupid. They're cheaters. So we got to start with the election integrity. We got to secure that first. That's the most important thing. It's more it's more valuable than gold. It's the seed to a republic, basically. And we all got to understand that and quit lying to ourselves. That's you know, and I'll say the this: rest of all this other stuff means nothing until we figure that one out. Without yeah. that, you got nothing. That's the way it is. I, I have so many people call in on this election integrity theme. So many people call in and are, I think, rationally concerned about election integrity in this country. And the point I was just making about well, the distinction, though, between ballots and votes does not formally require cheating. I mean, yes, the photo ID and all no, that, that that's kind right. of a given. No, Matt, I actually agree but, with you on but, that But one. listen to this, though. It, 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 right. it's, it's like within the law, as, as elections have changed and how ballots are different than votes, and you could make the case that Democrats within the law are, are masters at getting ballots you know, printed and handed in and Republicans are not. They are far inferior, well, you know, and they're there's... losing this country in the process. So you, you can make the case that it's not strictly cheating, um, but it is them maximizing the law to their advantage, and Republicans need to find a way to do that same thing. That's, that's where you could go with, with what I was saying there. Well, well here, here's the problem with that, Matt, and I'll tell you what the problem is. The Republicans in general are pretty nice people, now, Democrats, we already know they'll abuse children and they'll abuse elderly to get their way, to get power. So what they do is they got the college kids indoctrinated, they got the school kids indoctrinated, and then they head over to the elderly home and they get all their ballots. No, they, they know I. that's not technically cheating, but, you know, that's what they do. Right. And could there be people who are deceased and yet a ballot is printed in their name and the ballot's turned in? Could there be people who did not show a photo ID because that's not the law, right? That uh, you don't need a photo ID and it's not really them, right? I mean, that that would be the next yeah. tier that needs to be explored in great detail if we don't want to lose this entire country, right? The way we've lost Colorado, the way we've lost we gotta... California. That's why we got to be honest with ourselves, and we got to say, "Hey, guys, is there really election integrity, or are we just kind of?" You notice how they always go, "Hey, no matter what happens, you're going to accept it. You're going to accept it." It's almost like they're telling you they're cheating. Well, but that we whole hold that argument there, and that's got to be yeah. Well, the whole election denier, the whole election denier juvenile thing. It is amazing to me that it's even an argument after four years of Russia, Russia, and. Putin stole it for Trump. Well, you know what? And you, you know hear what, Matt, even conservative commentators sure. using the election denier phrase after literally five years of the Democrats doing that. 
How in the hell do even Republicans use that? Because it's an establishment meme. Everything they've said has been the exact opposite. So at at some point we got to go, okay, guys, I mean, they've lied to us like 20 times. We can't say, well, I guess this time they're being truthful. No, we just got to realize they're liars. Well... And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, uh, it's, and, it's and every, you know, and look at these, there's a couple of shady things going on now. Why would they have 20% of the machines not working that down there where uh, lakes running? Yeah. The, the Maricopa County and, and go, well, disaster. The Republican zone. Yeah. Maricopa yeah, I mean, guys, and Nevada. And, uh, you know, well, it's, it's the slow walk. It's the stretch. They need more time. Well, and it's like uh that's just a new thing it's the truth it's just a courage to live it god will show you the truth it's just a courage courage to live it somebody will try, always try to bribe you they'll try to give you something but at the end of the day you have to have a little bit of courage and you know we're at war but we're at more of a psychological war uh informational war so oh yeah we can uh, wise them all up matt yeah well see i think we won the argument but we did not win the election in this cycle. And that's what Republicans yeah. have to find a way to master. We won the argument. but uh, And then, of course, you have these results. We got and then the divided Republican Party becomes more divided with the scapegoating thing, which is pointless and fruitless. But anyway, Brian, I like how you think, man. You keep at it, man. And uh, let's be talking as much as you can call in. Keep Thank checking in. Matt, you we bet. all love you. You bet. Amen. And it's it's mutual. It's vice versa. Thank you, Brian. Next up is Jim in Inglewood. Hello, Jim. Is Jim on board? Jim. Checking in with Jim. And Jim, are you there, Jim? Uh, we're going to do the hold button, hold button for Jim. And Artis in... It says Arizona, Hello. but no, you're in Aurora, but you want to talk about Arizona. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Artis. Hello. Um, okay, first of all, I think the machines are uh, not a good thing for Republicans. Secondly, I think there's cheating going on because they now have half-dead Fetterman, brain-dead Biden, and that guy that died in Pennsylvania a month ago, and they still voted him in. The Democrats can run vegetables in their basements who do not debate, don't do anything, and win elections in yeah, this country. Scary? Well, and that's where the ballot mechanics have to be investigated. That's, that's what I'm looking at most intensely right now. And a lot of people don't get this. It wouldn't even occur to them. And I hear sometimes callers talk to hosts, and the host has no idea what the caller is talking about. But this needs to be a straightforward point, and you can get to it if you can slide under all your emotion and your craziness and actually, like, think rationally about what's going on. Ballots versus votes. Think this one through, right? Yeah, rational thinking from the left. Yeah. I mean, is there a reason that the right is is called the right, like, correct, in my own personal opinion? (sighs) Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, how are you feeling, artists? It's This is a toughie. Yeah, this is a tough pill to swallow, but uh, you still sound pretty tough to me, artists. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that maybe there'll be some re- I mean, it also bugged me, Matt, that we kept going, oh, red wave, red wave, red tsunami. I kept thinking and yelling at my radio, shut up. 
you're going to discourage people from voting. Good point on that. Definite overconfidence in the Republicans' fear. Artists, thank you. Talk soon. Here we go. Backbone Radio, 303-696-1971. You are invited to be checking on in. We have our pathologist hats on tonight. We are conducting an autopsy of the election, of course, and we're having an awful lot of brilliant phone callers. And I want everybody to be aware of fake autopsies. Okay, the ultimate fake autopsy was the one from 2012, where after Romney went down to miserable, grim, grisly defeat, saddling this nation with Barack Obama for another term, the Republican establishment, the Mitch McConnells of the world, spent all this money on an autopsy and figured out that what we have to do is be more like Democrats and have wide-open borders and never take a controversial stand on anything, and that was the autopsy then. And again, Trump disregarded that entirely, went on to win the election, going against everything about the autopsy in 2012 to win in 2016. The fake autopsy now is very interesting to behold, and again, the propagandists know that when... And a a traumatic event happens and people are emotional. They're looking for somebody to blame and scapegoat. That's when the people that control the microphone, like the Rupert Murdochs of the world, Rupert Murdoch runs Fox News, Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post. One person, one guy, and he's jumped in to try to blame Trump for what happened. The red trickle, where Republicans won the popular vote by five to six million for the House, a four percent edge. But yet the blame Trump game is on, and make no mistake, these people know how to do it. They know exactly what they're doing. They want emotions raw, and they want to channel those emotions against their political enemies, against the political outsider. But I'll tell you what, Mitch McConnell starved the MAGA candidates running for the Senate, Blake Masters in Arizona, Don Bolduck in New Hampshire, Kelly Shabaka in Alaska. (laughs) Mitch McConnell was waging a war, an establishment war. Mitch McConnell, he's the guy that got rid of the Tea Party back in the day. He kept that Tea Party from becoming a national force. But Donald Trump channeled that into the MAGA, multiracial, multicultural, working class coalition that is by far the most powerful movement in the United States of America, and it is a threat to the globalist Republican Party that does want the wide-open border and is fine with the bulk of the Biden agenda. And that is how they're trying to channel your moods, your emotions right now. Will you fall for it? Will you go down that road? Off to the phone lines in a second, but Blake Masters did offer a little summary here. He was talking to Tucker Carlson about what Mitch McConnell did to his campaign. At best, just incompetent. But you know what else is incompetent, Tucker? The establishment, right? The people who control the purse strings. Senate Leadership Fund, Mitch McConnell. McConnell decided to spend millions of dollars attacking a fellow Republican in Alaska instead of helping me defeat Senator Mark Kelly. Had he chosen to spend money in Arizona, this race would be over. We'd be celebrating a Senate majority right now. And so my message to the people uh, of America. My message to actually my fe- the Republican senators, hopefully my future colleagues, let's not vote Mitch McConnell into leadership. He doesn't deserve to be majority leader or minority leader. You get a choice. You can stand with your constituents 
and stand with Americans, or you can stand for Mitch McConnell. Tucker, if I'm lucky enough to represent Arizona in the U.S. Senate next year, I think it's clear where I'll stand. Let me just ask you really quick, why wouldn't, I mean, he spent money on primaries in Alaska. This is one of the big Senate races in the country, and he avoided it. Why wouldn't he support you, I wonder? I will leave it to the viewer to decide whether it is just malice or whether it's gross incompetence. But clearly Mitch McConnell cares about Mitch McConnell uh, and less about a Senate majority or the people of America. I think we need a change. That's why I ran for office. And one way or another, change is coming. Amazing. Blake Masters, thank you so much. There we go. Blake Masters talking to Tucker Carlson. And you need to understand this. And guess what? Backbone Radio, I was talking about this the last six, eight weeks right here. Every Sunday, Backbone Radio saying... Mitch McConnell is waging war on MAGA Senate candidates. He's starving them, withholding funds from them, and making it harder for them to succeed. The Republican who won the primary in each of those states we've been talking about. Because Mitch McConnell knows that you cannot have a MAGA Senate. The establishment Republican Party does not want a MAGA Senate. Does that make sense? That is key for power. That is key for establishment control of this nation. And the establishment Republican Party that does want open borders, that does want the bulk of the Biden agenda, and that does want World War III in Ukraine, that does want the FBI and the CIA essentially running this country, that is where the power is. They cannot let a MAGA Senate change that. The ruling class clinging, clinging bitterly to power and Mitch McConnell starved out the MAGA candidates while funding lavishly people like Joe O'Day in Colorado, a never-Trumper pro-choicer, who went down in flames. Okay? So, priorities. Priorities, Mitch McConnell. And uh, Molly Hemingway added this. We really did see, given all the enthusiasm that was in the country, That Republican leadership really failed Republican voters. Republican voters were excited. The the ground was very fertile for a big Republican victory. Joe Biden's approval is in the toilet. Uh, 75% of the country thinks we're going in the wrong direction. Just objectively speaking, things are bad in the country, whether it's the southern border or crime or foreign policy, inflation. And that Republican leaders could not turn that into a big victory for Republicans really is an indictment of how they're running things. Elections are not run anymore like they were in the 1980s. There is now extensive period of voting where people who are smart are running get-out-the-vote operations every day, hauling in ballots every day. Republicans keep on thinking that Election Day is a single day, and they think if they get everybody excited for that last day that that will be sufficient. That is not sufficient. There needs to be an effective ground game that is on Republican leadership, and there's only so much that everybody else can do with their enthusiasm and everything else. There you go. Molly Hemingway bringing it home. But, oh, the establishment, they want to blame Trump. They want to blame MAGA. Oh, they're doing it. They're doing it big time. They want the globalists unchallenged. They don't want any challenge to their authority in the Republican Party. And they want the vast majority of the America first MAGA Republican voting base corralled, repressed, stifled, and muzzled. And they use moments like these to really come out and go for it, okay? To be continued on that, off to the phone action, Steve in Lakewood. 
welcome and glad you're here, Steve. Hi, Matt. I just uh, wanted to go along with what Jake, I think that was his name, had to say about Blake. the elections. Yeah, Blake Masters. Blake, okay, yeah. Blake. Anyway, he said that the Democrats are stupid. Well, I don't know that they're all stupid, but I'll tell you what, a lot of them are low-information people. Oh, Jack. Got, You're talking about Jack the Caller. Sorry. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I've got a cousin who uh, votes straight ticket or Democrat every time. She has no idea who runs. She <laughs> yeah. does not know a thing about a single one of the candidates. And yet she votes straight ticket Democrat. Uh, I don't know how she even does her bills. I think she just throws a dart throws a dart at them. Yeah, uh, we all know people like that. Probably both parties, yeah. but I would aver more on the left than the right. So, well, and what I say is, and this is not intended to be racist, but it's going to sound that way. I don't know what's wrong with the blacks in Denver. But you run a good black candidate like Casper Stockham and run against DeGette, who is pointless and useless and has done nothing in her entire career. And she wins every time. And the same thing's true with the Hispanics. You have some good Hispanic candidates. They blow them off and they vote Democrat anyway. A lot of that, I do think, boils down to the ballot mechanics, the ballot versus the vote mechanics that I've been talking about in this hour. And a lot of it uh, revolves around the national media propaganda campaigns. They're very serious, as the national media, about not letting ethnic minorities uh, see the intellectual opportunity to go to a different place, a different party, and how that would benefit them and their communities. Trump is the only one who has broken through with all of that. Yep. But by the way, it is the case that the Hispanic voters did not come through to the extent that I was expecting and a lot of commentators were expecting and the poll data even indicated in this last cycle, which is very interesting. Myra Flores did not win down in Texas. That was a hard one for me to watch. But, uh, well, Steve, you know, I mean... This is we're on the ground floor and we got to figure out a way up. But thank you, sir. Welcoming back with, yeah, a very melancholy Morrissey tune called Boxers. That is like a great tune, by the way. And boy, is it ever like a downer. (laughs) You ever want to like go down the drain with Morrissey, turn on some of his music? You know Morrissey, right, Blake? Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy will get you like straight up. On the ledge. <laughs> but we're not doing that around here. You know, we're just, we're talking it through. It is what it is. I hate that cliche. I just said it, though. I take it back. Can I reel that one back in? Anyway, we just turned on the text to studio. And darn it, I did this whole darn show without having the text to studio up. And I turn it on, and there's there's like dozens of messages here. Next hour, I think I'm going to go through and read a whole bunch of them, or as many as I can. Thank you for the text to studio. And... I don't know what the text to studio number is. It's not on here. So if you know the text to studio number, you can text in, but I should I should tell you what the number is, but by golly, host Dunn does not know it. Is that embarrassing? I'll try to get that. Anyway, yeah, we're just 
we're just enjoying deep blue Colorado. Republicans made the case, I think, in general. Yeah, there's infighting. There's infighting in the Republican Party. But it's, it's this ballot votes thing that I think really needs to be explored. And I think, you know, you just got to get to the point and get to the truth of the matter. And if we could look into the mechanics of ballots versus, you know, pleading for people's votes, I think that might start to get us around the corner here. And um, let's be saying hello. Oh, I just lost one. So the line, there is one line open. Somebody sent this in. Is this the number? 720, should I say it out loud? Okay, is that it? 720-892-6757. Okay, that sounds like it. The text-to-studio number. Can I pronounce this officially? 720-892-6757. Would love to have your, your text. And I love to be reading those. But somehow I was just going on and on and on. And I didn't even have the screen up. And I Okay, enough of that, Matt. Settle down. Settle down, Matt. Settle. Okay, and uh, breathe, breathe. Deep breathing, that's what we do. Let's say hello to everybody. And again, if you call in, I'll, we'll say hello to everybody and just, you know, hear it out. Jacob in Denver, glad you're here. Jacob. Hi, good evening. The um, Trump was trying to keep TikTok from operating their business in the United States because it's a product of China. Yeah, China then, deal, then, software. Then Zuckerberg, then Zuckerberg spends $440 million or $400 million on uh, these drop boxes to defeat Trump. In 2020, yeah. In 2020, and now it turns out that TikTok is taking taking um, uh, Facebook to, a, to the barn, and it looks like they're going to go under because of TikTok. Well, it's interesting that Zuckerberg is losing hundreds of millions of dollars, and Meta is going yeah. down the drain. And by the way... Uh, since Elon Musk took over Twitter, the corporate fascist multinationals are pulling advertising money out of Twitter because they don't want free speech, obviously, because that's bad for corporate multinationals. And they're right. sending their advertising dollars now over to TikTok, which is run by China, the CCP. Yeah. And so that tells yeah. you what kind of fascism we're dealing with here. That They don't want free speech in this country. They want you in the damn dark. Um, they want especially and, uh, conservatives in the dark, but but Elon's Twitter, it's going to be a, oh, it's going to, this is the next election cycle, going to be so fun to have one outlet of at least some amount of free speech. Sorry, Jacob, I'm bloviating. Now, now the, now the, now the FTX, it seems that the Democratic Party lost $400 million on that deal also. A billion. That, that's money. By the way, I want to do a whole thing on FTX, that crypto exchange, yeah. currency exchange that yeah. just went down the tube. The second biggest donor to Democrats is this Sam Bankman Freed. And yeah. his crypto exchange just went down the drain, and he's, like, hiding out in the Bahamas, and a bunch of his people are they trying to get them. out yeah, to Dubai. <laughs> yeah. this That is a yeah. major Democrat scandal here. And if I if I have time, I'll get to that. It's, whoa, that one's hairy, dude. And, and uh, I wonder how much um, our, our senators and our governor may have lost in that, because I'm sure they had some money in there. Well, the Ukraine. Ukraine was investing heavily in this FTX thing that went down the drain. American taxpayers send money over to Ukraine to help their war effort, right, to promote World War III, and then the money comes back into FTX and gets donated to Democrat candidates. How many times have I said this whole Ukraine big bunch of baloney is a money laundering operation for the elites, for the Democratic Party, for the ruling class? Oh, follow this one, man. Thank you for bringing that up, Jacob. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about was the um, there was a couple of editorials, one by Wayne Allen Root, and one I can't remember the name. How people have to wake up 
And if they realize, the same people realize that the, the um, COVID vaccine, vaccine was a hoax, if they would wake up and see that the voting is a hoax, they would have a, um, they would have a case. The Republicans would have a case. And if, if the Republicans do win the House, that's got to be their first investigation. And what they got to do is they got to take the, the attorney general from Nevada, who's a Republican, and if the attorney general in Arizona should uh, carry win, uh, uh, win, then they should go after and file a lawsuit like Missouri, and I think it was Louisiana uh, did, you know, the lawsuit that they did where they were, they were the Meta companies, you know, like Facebook was, were conversating, uh, conversing with the FBI. If they have that same type of, of lawsuit, then all of this will come out. Well, we have got to get somewhere, folks, and Republicans, rather than sitting around saying, oh, it's these MAGA people that are the problem, which is like the vast majority of their voters. See, they hate their voters. You know, but hey, let's dial it in on some of these substantive issues and like get over your emotion, people. Come on. Let's get right to the point if we want to save this country. And sometimes you got to think very clearly and sharply and get to the point to save a country. You got to think very clearly. I'm not hearing that anywhere, but we got to do it now, Jacob. And uh, and you're doing it yourself. So anyway, I keep going. But man, are we stacked tonight? But Jacob, stay close with us, if you would. Uh Stay close. I don't recall talking to you before. So many new callers all the time around here. Who's next? Uh, let's see. Annie. Annie in Centennial. Glad you're here. Hi, Matt. Um, I want to turn this around and get off of the Republicans a minute. So you're telling me from this election that the majority of Colorado voters want more crime, higher yeah. gas prices, <laughs> yeah. More homelessness, uh-huh. more more drugs, and more open borders. Is that what this election has proved? You know, yeah, you have to. And they also want, yeah. like, magic mushrooms and stuff. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. really, that's that, really that sweet. Be there, helpful. Let's, um, that's a good thing. You One know, other thing I want to ask you, Matt. Yeah. Um, this election looks cookie cutter from a couple of years ago. Was... Um, Janet Griswold in charge of this election again? Well, Secretary of State, so yes, yes. And she was running for re-election, right? Uh, yes, and won. And did she recuse herself? Uh, no, 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 no recusals okay, there, and she won by, oh, and I, I, you know, it's all, they're all like 15 points, roughly, um, the Democrats right. uh, okay. winning, hands okay. down, okay. everything. Cookie cutter election, and that's all I got, Matt. Well, Annie, you just keep on trucking, all right? And uh, you know, it's, yeah. say it. Say it's a blue state. Say it's a deep blue state, and say we're going to have magic mushrooms, and we're going to have crazy far left wing policies, <laughs> and more crime, <laughs> more great. auto theft, and the encouragement right. of the wide open. Well, you know, we can still find ways to enjoy our lives and carve out spaces for ourselves while trying to figure out what on earth. You know, and if Colorado Republicans can figure out what has happened here since the mail-in ballot came into operation, the state went from mostly red to all blue, we would be doing a big yeah. service to the rest of the nation to figure out a way out of it and how the Democrats do it. And they're very good, very good at otherwise getting those ballots in. Be, they get those ballots in. we're all going to be in the mushrooms. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we should start taking mushrooms ourselves, and we'll, like, 
you know, I will be flying high as a kite, and we don't care what color this state is, blue, red, purple, yellow. Hell, man, we're, we're on shrooms. I'm just, just kidding. I'm just, I'm just not into that kind of stuff at all, like zero. But, you know, I don't want to speak too soon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.